0: What's your story? Whether you are a client or an independent financial advisor, we know you face many important decisions that can affect your and your clients long-term financial success. Welcome to the WIN Podcast. What's important now with Corey Heimenson, accredited investment fiduciary and president of Heimenson Wealth Advisors. In this podcast, Corey helps you identify your goals and objectives through financial education and comprehensive planning, while inspiring you to make better behavioral decisions in your personal finance with a twist on pop culture and current events. Join us as we explore growth and protection strategies for individuals, advisors, and their businesses. Come and discover what's important to you now.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Wynn Podcast with Corey Hymanson. I got to tell you right off the bat, win is an acronym win stands for what's important now and the most important thing right now that you need to know is this is cory's second podcast his first one last time was his inaugural podcast if you haven't heard it go back and listen you're going to learn a lot about him his history how he got in the business why he got in the business and then you're going to learn about him personally uh, but before we go too much further let's bring on the man himself cory how are you good good to see you again eric yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm excited to get started today. I know today's podcast is all about what it looks like if somebody reaches out to you and your team, whether they've listened to the podcast, a lot of the other educational stuff that you do, which you, you spoke about on that first podcast. But when they reach out, we want to let people know what happens right from the very get go. You ready? Absolutely. All right. So let's ask a question. If somebody calls in and they get the number at the end of this podcast, what's going to happen? I think you know me well enough, Eric, that my answer of course is
2: going to go off on a tangent and then circle back <laughs> to really nail this one. So basically what it comes down to in life, if you think about it, any successful relationship, whether it's business personal or with a pet, or whatever it's based on comfort. And so if we talk about comfort level to get there first, you got to have some trust and trust comes from communication. And so there's the answer to my question. We want to communicate, with existing clients or with new people we meet and make them feel welcomed to our office to our atmosphere to the way we handle things and that really starts with if somebody walks in our office or most people call us they're gonna to talk to one of our upfront people and that would be my staff people Nicole or Lorreen. and when you hear their voice I assure you this I try not to guarantee many things in life but I will guarantee That you will know they are smiling when they talk to you
1: so what are they going to ask i mean so i'm calling in they're smiling sounds good so far what are they going to ask me because that i think that's a lot of people's concern they're oh man they're gonna they're gonna ask for all this information and i i don't know if i've got everything everything all my ducks in a row if you will i don't i don't have everything ready to go for this conversation
2: if you are somebody new calling our office they are going to ask some general questions because The immediate goal is to see if they can solve the situation or answer your questions immediately. Now I know that sounds quick for somebody that might be calling in for the very first time, but we want this to be a comfortable phone call or a comfortable visit. And so they're going to ask some clarifying questions to see if you're just looking for information, if you want to know more about our firm or what might be the best next step. And so from there for a lot of people, what we do is we then email, or we can text it to them, a video that's less than two minutes long of me talking, just so people can get an idea if our firm and our philosophy is, is, is potentially a good fit for a next step. Because at the end of the day, we are not here to waste people's time. And quite frankly, we don't wanna waste our time. You know, if we're not a good fit for somebody, I'd rather have that known up front, and everybody can still be friends and go on their merry way.
1: I think that's fair. I mean, really, I mean, honestly, it's got to be a good fit for both people. So I would assume that most people calling in are calling in because they need to ask questions about their own finances. If I'm calling an advisor, I've probably got some, either some issues that I haven't dealt with or have come up, or I've just never worked with an advisor before. And I I think, well, it's probably a good idea. I'm I'm in my mid forties or I'm in my mid fifties. I'm going to, I'm going to hopefully retire here in, in the next 10 to 20 years and I could probably use some guidance or maybe I have an advisor right now that I'm just not pleased with you know, a lot of times that, especially when there's turmoil like in, you know, 2020 and, and, uh, even in 2021, we've had all sorts of ups and downs, uh, some advisors they just kind of hide under their desk and they don't communicate real well, going back to that communicate that you were talking about. So maybe they're looking for a second opinion. So what happens if they post some questions and say, Hey, I, I could really use some help. What goes, what, what happens from there?
2: Generally we'll schedule a follow-up phone call where I can visit with these people for as little or as long of a phone call as it will take to identify the problem issues or the, quite frankly, the bad experiences they've had in the past because you are right. A lot of people come to us because they're not satisfied in their current relationship with their advisor. Now, we're not just exclusive to that category. We love to work with new people and teach them from ground zero how you start the process. But for those people that do have some experience but they just haven't had an enjoyable experience, we will identify with them what can be better. Because at the end of the day, we are here to improve people's situation for whatever that looks like. Not everybody has the same end goal and that's where we personalize and identify what we're trying to do. And I assure you, and I assure everybody out there listening, there are salespeople in the world and planners and we fall in the planner camp. So there's never any pressure on anybody to do or act on anything we, we suggest.
1: Okay. So give me an example. Uh, give me an example of somebody who calls in and and let's say they haven't worked with an advisor before and they're they're looking for that advice. Got Maybe I've got a retirement account. My wife has a retirement account. We want to make sure we're on track. And now we've had this conversation with you. What are you asking during that conversation or how do we move forward if we say, you know what, I appreciate your time and and I'd like you to take a deeper dive into my specific scenario.
2: A lot of people that we meet, have the false inclination that we only deal with really high net worth investors or clients and and they're almost embarrassed of whatever amount of money they have saved or accumulated and we clean that up right away by by implying or basically stating that no matter how much money you have saved or invested or if you're starting from scratch that dollar or all those dollars are extremely important and so We give the same clarity and suggestions and coaching, for lack of a better word, to everyone we meet. Every personalized situation might look a little different, but at the end of the day, improvement or progress in life is really what all of our journeys are supposed to look like. And if we can improve their situation by either educating them or potentially working with them on a more daily or frequent basis, or if we think there's a better outlet for them to to invest in, or, or someone else better to work with, by all means, we are not gonna hold them back. We want people to improve their situation, whether it's with us or with somebody else. After we complete that initial phone call or in-person meeting, it is entirely in the new potential client's court if we're gonna move on to a second step. Gen- generally, more often than not, most people feel like it's a good fit, and, and we move on to the second step. And so at that point, my staff, the upfront people, Laureen, Nicole, will offer to either send an email with detailed next steps of information we need, or, or we have it in handwritten, or, I'm sorry, not handwritten, but typed uh, hand deliverable version where somebody can take that home. Because ultimately we want someone to have something either on their screen at home or in their hands where they can identify Point by point, the pieces of the puzzle that we need to see in order to deliver the most value we can deliver.
1: Okay, so let's talk about those pieces of the puzzle. Uh, what information are you looking for? What, what would be most helpful for them to bring in so you guys have a clear picture of what you're dealing with? How much time
2: do you got, Eric? <laughs> no, seriously. No, no. At the end of the day, I relate this almost to like going to your physician. If you go to your physician and you have aches and pains and ailments and Numerous things that are not quite working right, you need to disclose them if you want to get the best remedy on the backside of this whole deal. So, working with a financial professional, you know, you got to be ready to commit to the project. And what that means is it's easy to start with this one statements. If you have a statement for a work retirement plan or an old account that you opened a long time ago, or honestly, even life insurance policies that you bought and forgot about for a decade or more, long-term care insurance, bank statements, checking accounts, savings, CDs. We can go down the list. Essentially what we're talking is assets.
1: So let me paint a scenario for you. And you tell me if if I'm on the right track with what you're saying. So my wife and I both have retirement accounts. Right, so you're going to want a statement from each of us. Um, we both have life insurance, so you're going to want that statement from each of us. You're going to want to know kind of what we have in savings or any other type of financial accounts, um, because again, it plays into the big picture. If you're if you're trying to help somebody get to a destination, you've got to know all the parts of the vehicle taking them there, right? You know, if they've got a larger engine than you than you figured out, and all of a sudden there's a inheritance that's happened and oh yeah I've got this in this savings account and it's $250,000 well that that changes the ballgame that changes the entire outlook of what could happen or when they could retire if that's incorporated and if you didn't know that up front then you wouldn't be able to help them on this journey so I've got retirement accounts. I've got insurance. Uh, you mentioned long-term care. You know, one of us has long-term care, not the other one. Maybe, maybe it's something where uh, we know that an inheritance is going to happen uh, at some point. Here's, here's kind of the financials of my parents and, and when they pass at uh, being an only child, you know, I'm probably going to be receiving A, B, and C, all these types of things, right? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming then Well, maybe I have a, a vacation home or maybe some investment real estate. You're going to want to know those things because all of that plays a part of it, Right spot on across the
2: board. Here's the issue or the, I'll call it an invisible barrier, that advisors or planners like me run into. When we ask for this type of information, the first bell or whistle that goes off in someone's head is, why does he want to know that he wants to sell me something? (laughs) Right? Yeah, and that and that's really not true. I'm not just being nosy. To a certain extent, though, I need to know what things are in play here so that we can design the plan around that the goal is not for me to hoard and manage every dollar out of a person's bank account the goal is absolutely to absolutely to leave some money at the bank because it's part of the overall puzzle by knowing the entire picture it allows me yes to manage the investment pieces properly and then eventually we didn't even get this far but we eventually would want copies of client tax returns too. Oh yeah, taxes, yeah. Because that allows us to to look under the hood essentially, but it also allows us down the road to figure out how to maximize tax brackets and make good, smart decisions, both from investments or also from paying Uncle Sam appropriately at the
1: right time. Yeah. And and I, I think that that's on a lot of people's mind right now. And, and I'm, I'm hoping that you're going to have an f- entire podcast about taxes and how to how to utilize your services, utilize an advisor services to get the most bang out of your buck because we know the government has spent trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars And Uncle Sam is not just benevolent. (laughs) He's going to want that back. So, and that obviously comes in the form of taxes. So that, yeah, I didn't even think about tax statements because you're, you're going to be able to look through that and see if I'm doing the right thing. I know that we've spoken before that you have a pretty deep bench. If, if I have a CPA, I'm assuming that you would work alongside my CPA to make sure I'm, I'm doing the right things. But if I don't, I'm assuming you have somebody that you recommend or, or that you can introduce me to, correct?
2: Absolutely. We, we in a sense partner or have connections with CPAs in multiple cities across the country, because we know that geographically some people want to go to the CPA that's near their home. We do not complete tax returns for clients, but we know enough and we have specialists on staff that we can see problem areas, we can see things that might be missing. Uh, it's a deep dive, you know, I it, it would take more time or like you said, a complete episode to go down that path. But people Another invisible barrier that people have is they they think people like me just manage money. But at the end of the day, if this is about growing assets, protecting them at a different stage of life, and then spending them, and then passing them on, by all means, you got to know all the pieces to the puzzle to make this thing have the most value and benefit down the road. All right. So give give me an example. Successful saving had actually turned into problems. Not just things, just problems and complicated. And that's what happens. I see that all the time. People that accumulate and do a great job at what they're supposed to do, eventually it becomes a beast of its own and you need somebody else certainly to help you drive the bus. Absolutely. If if I take my car to the auto mechanic, I just want it to be fixed. I don't wanna ask him how he does it. I just want it fixed and what it's gonna cost. And essentially, that's what most people want when it comes to financial services. They want somebody to take care of the problems, the details, make things better so they can go back to what they enjoy day in and day out.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's where as people progress in their careers, as they progress in their education and and, and, and getting more understanding about finances, I think that that's when they realize that their financial journey is very similar to the analogy you just gave of, of a car. There are so many moving parts on a car and when we first start out, maybe in our early 20s, oh, I've got a 401k, I've got a retirement account. I'm a, I'll be able to retire one day. We don't understand tax implications. We don't understand property taxes, and maybe having a second home, or maybe being able to invest in real estate later on. We don't understand all of that at that moment. We we have the simplified version of it, and all this, and and which is funny because in your twenties you usually probably have a simplified car as well, <laughs> but as you as you mature in your financial journey, all of a sudden you have a car that you really can't work on yourself at all, and your finances are kind of the same thing. You've got so many moving parts that you've got to have that expert come in and do that. So let's get let's get back on track. I know I. drove us off the track, but let's get back on track. We've come in, we've brought in our statements. You're going through it. What happens at that point?
2: Then we also shift to the liabilities type side, almost like a balance sheet. So, I mean, we've talked about assets and accumulation of things. A good planner has to also focus on liabilities, whether that's your mortgage. If a person has credit card debt, any kind of things that you still need to pay for need to be in the conversation. I'll be the first to admit that having some debt is okay. You know, there's good debt, there's bad debt. But at the end of the day, debt does allow us to accumulate assets, whether that's building value through maybe your primary residence, but potentially a second property, a house, maybe it's an apartment building or a rental income property that, or maybe if you're a small business owner, you carry debt in order to build your business or to hire employees and go for the greater good. I mean, all of those things are great things. And a good planner can assist you with evaluating some of those things. So there you go, that was my fault. I got a little bit off the rails. Those clients I was working with are referring to, we simplified a lot of these things. We cleaned up debt. We, we identified things that could be improved in their situation and it just lifted the burden from them and they were so grateful and, and now they're raving fans so now i deal with their kids and grandkids and it's just wonderful it's awesome because i i enjoy working with people and a referral from someone like that just means so much to me it's just it's fun to have a friend as well as a client
1: yeah and, and one of the things that i'm hearing is that by going in and taking a deeper dive once this once this meeting happens taking that deeper dive and saying okay let's look at all these different statements, let's look at the things that you have, let's look at the debts that you carry. You know, one of the things that you mentioned, was that because they had been working with a lot of different people, there was a lot of fees that that you were able to consolidate or eliminate. And I, I just picture it as, you take those, what you used to be paying in fees and you apply that towards some of that debt that they may have, whether it's consumer debt or whether it's investment type debt like you were speaking of. Man, that that changes the ball game also, because you're able to, I mean, those those that money was already leaving them, why not put it toward a better cause than fees, right? So I think that just just that little nugget right there makes, makes the phone call worth it for sure. All right, so I, I know we're running out of time on today's podcast, but when it, when it comes down to going through all this, I'm assuming this is where you say, okay, now a decision needs to be make, made. Do we work together? Do we not work together? Am I assuming that correctly?
2: That is correct. We will lay out what the path forward should look like if they choose to work with us, and then we leave it in their camp. We will never, and I mean never, pester anyone to be our client.
1: Got it. Well, here's the thing, is I I think that through this process, like you said, they became raving fans. Somebody who sees the work and effort that you guys are putting in can't help but say, man, this is somebody that I wanna work with. And I wanna talk to you about that on the next podcast. I wanna know what it looks like to start as your client, and walk through that process and, and what communication happens and all those things. Can we do that on the next podcast? We can absolutely do that. All right. That sounds great. Corey, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Eric. Good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you too. Hey, I'm not going to let you off the hook that easily. Uh, before we, we stop this podcast, how can people reach out to you if they want to get a hold of you and say, hey, I'd love for you to look at my shopping bag of stuff.
2: Best way is by phone. I'll even pay for the call. Toll free. And we look forward to hearing from you.
1: All right. Thank you again, Corey. And of course, our last thank you goes to you listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Win Podcast with Corey Hymanson. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Corey comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again. Thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Hymanson and Wealth Advisors, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Win Podcast. What's important now? The show that helps you achieve your financial dreams. To ask questions about topics covered during the show or get a copy of Stop Doing Dumb Things With Your Money by Corey Hymanson, visit www.HeimansonWealth.com or give us a call at 712-472-3867. Don't forget to click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Securities offered through Securities America Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc. Hyman's Wealth Advisors and Securities America are separate entities.